Have you gotten to the point when you hear something about a beheading, you think, I wonder if Muslims are involved? And if you do that, congratulations, because you're educating yourself. Beheading is part of Islam. Muhammad had many people beheaded. This last week, we've had two unusual beheadings, one in which a Muslim cut off the head of his boss and then took a, self, a selfie photo of himself holding the head. And then we had Islamic State using a whole new method for beheading people, which was to use detonator cord wrapped around men's necks like explosive necklaces, and this does the job. But beheading is part of Islamic State because Islam is, includes beheading in its doctrine. I thought it would be intriguing to examine the doctrine of beheading, and so I went through the Quran, the Sirah, the life of Muhammad, and the Hadith, his traditions, and collected all the incidences about uh, beheading. And so I took the sentence and embedded it in the paragraph, and so I have here 12 pages, which I'm not going to read all to you, of beheading quotes. So let's, by the way, there's only one in the Quran, there are uh, nine in the Hadith, and there are no less than 41 references to beheading in the Sirah. And these are very interesting. Here's the first one. On that, Umar said, O Allah's Apostle, Muhammad, allow me to chop off his head. O Allah's Apostle, allow me to chop off his head. Once again, Umar. Allow me to cut off the head of this hypocrite. Now this is interesting because here we have the idea that beheading someone because they're not a good enough Muslim. Now this is something that Islamic State does, so when they cut off the head of a Muslim who's not being good enough Muslim, they're following the example of Muhammad. The head of Hal Hussein was brought to Zayad and was put in a tray, and Zayad started playing with a stick at the nose and the mouth of Al Hussein's head, saying something about his handsome features. This is an odd note, isn't it? To re remember, this is part of sacred literature. Umar, let me take off his head. By God, this man is a false Muslim. Well, here we have the same thing happening again, that it's okay to cut off the head of a man who is not a real Muslim. Here's a bit of history. Then I cut off his head and brought it to the apostle, saying, This is the head of the enemy of God, Abu Jahl. Is it? Yes, I said, and threw the head before the apostle, and he gave thanks to Allah. Intriguing. And a blow with swords which severed their heads with waving swords flashing in your hands like lightning, sending his head flying as they glitter. When the army's leaders were left prostrate, their heads like slices of melon. Had we returned, we should have made a clean sweep of them, with Indian swords above their head delivering blow after blow. The heads of the Karajis that morning by the side of the Saul were like sliced melons. Then he sat down and his head was struck off stepping into the breach, cutting heads to pieces, sharp swords in our heads, cutting through heads and skulls. Ask if he might go with a hundred men and recover the rest of the herd and behead the thieves. Order me to do it and I will behead him. And we have fought you about its revelation with strokes that remove heads from shoulders. Submit and testify, there is no God but Allah and that Muhammad is the apostle of God before you lose your head. Now, you know, it's said by Muslims that no one was ever converted at the edge of a sword, and yet here we've just given a quote in which a man did convert under the threat of being killed by the sword. So, threatening someone with their life or converting, that's part of Islam. Well, these are just a few of the quotes that involve beheading. 
So the next time you hear of a beheading in the news and you think, I wonder if it's Islamic, it probably is, because beheading is pure Islam. So now then, you've had one more lesson in the doctrine of Islam. Beheading is the way of Muhammad. Thank you.